This podcast sponsored by Prime Super, a leading industry super fund specialising in the health and aged care sector. Go to primesuper.com.au to see what we can do for you. Recent academic research has found that for those over 65 who were admitted to hospital, pain care was hampered due to the lack of appropriate and meaningful pain care provision, and that nurses often lacked insight and understanding on the nature of pain for the older person. Joining me to discuss the findings is lead author Joanne Harmon from Uni SA School of Nursing in Midwifery. Joanne, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here, Connor. So give us some background to this research. What brought it on? Okay, so I took this research as part of my nursing PhD and I did an ethnographic study. So what I did was I went to, um, I was interested to find out really um, what are the culturally mediated barriers for nurses when they assess and manage pain for the older person in the hospital setting. So I went to two different hospitals on the east coast of Australia and um, basically what I did was I watched the nurses when they were providing pain care for the older person and I interviewed the nurses and the older person to get their views of what it was like to provide, be providing pain care. And um, I also did a document and policy review on um, the organisation and the units and just to see what it was that was going on. Mm-hmm. And um, I came up with some uh, very interesting findings. Yeah, and so you you say use that word straight away, and it's I think the research method you use is often more associated with maybe sociology or anthropology. But you you conducted mm-hmm. an ethnographic study, so uh, tell us a bit about that, and then how that went. Okay, so in nursing, often uh, nurses will use a type of ethnography called focused ethnography. So that's when you uh, explore a situation, you come in with a preconceived question and what you do is uh, you immerse yourself in the setting to find out what an insider's view of something is. So um, when I was in the hospitals, I spent uh, over a thousand hours of doing observations. So I was on the hospitals when um, in eight different wards, so had acute care, um, medical, surgical, oncology, and uh, subacute. And what I did was, um, and I watched nurses during day shift, night shift, and evening shift. And I was just one of the group, pretty much. And um, so you you watch and observe what is going on, and then you undertake uh, interviews, which are semi-structured. So you have a basic set of questions and as you go through the process your questions become more and more focused and really you you try and experience all the different ways and all the different types of ways of of, of a process happening so that you can have saturation of your data and um, so I had uh, nine registered nurses and I did multiple interviews on them over it was basically over about a six-month period of time where um, we did multiple interviews. And uh, with the older persons, I had uh, interviewed about 11 older people over that time period as well. And what sort of questions were you, were you putting to both the nurses and the, the older people? So the questions that you ask are, are very open. They're... Um, you, you know, I sort of ask questions like, can you talk to me about what it's like to the older person? I'd be like, what's it like um, to have a nurse um, provide pain care provision for you? Um, and I'd have an opening question of, why are you in hospital? And generally, they were the two main questions that I would ask them. And then um, their, their, uh, their input would follow. 
the, the older persons, they were very, um, they're very talkative and they, and they were quite happy to have a discussion around what it's like to have a nurse, you know, providing pain care. Mm-hmm. And um, for the nurses, I would ask them, um, again, what, what's it like to care for an older person in an acute care setting? And can you share me your thoughts of what, um, what it's like to provide pain care for an older person? And what are your perceptions about providing pain care for an older person? And, and then I would sort of follow them on. But generally, as because doing multiple interviews, when the uh, the nurse says, "Well, in this situation, I would do this or that," you can always type back with the observation of which it was that you saw, and then you get the variances and and the um, the, the the social rules or the reasons for for why that they did it in that particular way. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you, you came out with some interesting findings. I mean, namely that um, the older persons believed that it was kind of that pain care was based on a formulaic assessment and um, and it often wasn't really good enough. Hmm. Well, I mean, the thing about the notion of good enough for, for pain care provision, pain care provision that an older person feels is good enough is one that they feel is safe and effective and provides them with relief. So um, I found this massive disconnect because the nurses were focusing on gaining a numerical value for the intensity of the pain at that point of time. So um, they'd be asking the older person, can you rate me your pain out of 10? You know, Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 being the worst and one out of 10, you know, not being much at all. But the older person, they, they responded differently and importantly, they didn't use numerical values when they were talking about their pain. So the older person didn't really see, they saw the nurses as assessing their pain because they were asking these questions about numerical value of intensity, but they didn't really see how the nurses were uh, engaging in their management of their pain or having um knowledge of their pain history or um, continuity of pain, which was quite interesting because evidence-based best practice says that we have to use the best available evidence within the context, but it always means that we have to involve those for whom it's being directed for. And so I suppose what I found was that um, uh, a lack of inclusion of the older person's input makes us sort of have to start to think about what is evidence-based best practice in this context for the older person for pain care provision? And I think we're, we're missing an, an important component there for the older person. Mm-hmm. And so the, the other part was that the nurses lacked insight and understanding of the nature of pain of the older person. Now, did you glean that from interviewing the older people or from the nurses? And then that was your observation. I think it was pretty much a common theme all the way through. So it was within the... The way that the um, so the nurses they the way that they spoke about pain in the older person was that um, they spoke about the older person as saying that they that they would deny that they had pain or that they wouldn't tell the, the nurses that they had pain. So when they believed that that meant that when the older person was trying to tell them about their pain, um, they weren't actually hearing what the older person was saying. So they were listening. But they weren't hearing for the context of what it was that the, the older person was saying. And I think one of the, one of the things about ethnography is that um, because you're so close with your participants, a lot of the time they will use a lot of neologisms and slangs. So 
a lot of the representations of pain that they were talking about, they seem to be um, more explanations of extreme pain or people in extra, uh, pain crisis situations when they were talking about the older person's pain. So whereas for the older person, the, the pain was a lot more sort of subtle. It was, you know, in relation to their inability to, for example, walk down to the corridor in what they thought was a safe manner in order to reach the bathroom. So um, there was sort of a, a lot of disconnect or, or um, dishonesties, I suppose, between what the, um, the nurses thought that the older person's nature of pain was and what the, the, the older person thought of the nurses thinking about the nature of their pain. And so the, the older person, they, were, they tended to repeat themselves a lot but the nurses weren't sort of hearing what it was that they were saying. So that made them believe that the, the nurses didn't have any understanding on what it was like to have their pain. And often that would be uh, encapsulated within the documentation as well. You know, patient states pain 9 out of 10. So um, I think it, it, was, uh, it was quite interesting, the the representation of how such an intensely personalised and subjective nature which pain is, um, the difficulties that nurses have where they have to encapsulate that and put it into an objective measurement and they're sort of, sort of tending to skew more towards organisational compliance for auditing as opposed to um, gaining what it is that's happening for the older person. Mm -hmm. and being able to transfer that on to the next nurse that comes on to the next shift or the next ward that that older person goes to or even the next hospital. Mm -hmm. so, so where does that leave us? Um, do we need different assessment tools or more training for dealing with older patients? Or you said you looked at policy. Do we need changes in policy? Hmm. So um, the last thing any nurse wants to hear is another. we need another form. And the fact is, is that these pain assessment tools for the older person, particularly those older people that have dementia or um, cognitive impairment or a disability, um, these tools exist and are in provision. So it's just a sense of using the tools and having it within the patient's notes or medical records so that it is following the, um, the older person in the journey through the hospital system. Um, and also, the, the best way to ensure that's in, ensconced, I suppose, is um, having policy and procedures that allow the provision of, you know, these person-centred pain care assessment tools to be within these um, organisations. Because they all had um, assessment tools, but the, 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 the nurses weren't sort of looking at them because there was no, um, no feedback on them on what was happening with this tool and how it was providing an impact for the older person. Instead, they were sort of focusing on um, there's a, the detect charts, which are for um, observing observational parameters to ensure if uh, a, a medical response has to be called. And that was where um, they were providing the pain scores because they were highly audited, those charts. And so nurses all receive more than enough uh, education about how to care for the older person with dementia. Um, it, it's more just uh, reinforcement within the hospital system that what they have learnt uh, needs to be uh, applied for that person for 
so that we can uh, in, ensure that they have an optimal outcome within their journey through the hospital system. Mm-hmm. Well, Joanne, I think it's uh, interesting research and it might cause um, give some uh, pause to some nurses and might make them rethink how they deal with pain. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. Excellent. Thank you very much for having me.